Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Val Cisco, dropping some knowledge about Anchor. Guys, have you ever wanted to record your own podcast? Don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say, whether it's about Zeus, whether it's about sports, whether it's about everything that's going on in the world of quarantine? Guys, what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcast too with minimum listenership. So right there, guys, like, listen, this is a no-brainer. Download Anchor. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Hell, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the, the Google Store. I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still. Uh whatever is out there download it it's freaking phenomenal you guys won't regret it take care ciao What's going on guys and welcome to another great edition of Nothing to Watch, always brought to you by Sideshow Conversations. It's me, Mr. John Hammond himself, Val Cisco, and uh, I should be um, welcoming you guys a different way. I wish, I wish I could do it, uh, do justice. You know what? I can't, so I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna have to do it a better way. I'm gonna have to bring a, a guest with me to do this. Hold up. Dr. Grant. My dear Dr. Thatcher, welcome to Jurassic Park. And thank you, Mr. Hammond. Thank you again for that warm, warm introduction. I couldn't have done it better myself. But yes, this is uh, not Jurassic Park, unfortunately. This is Jurassic World, the Fallen Kingdom to be exact. Distributed by Universal Pictures and production companies involved. uh, Marshall Company, The Kennedy Company, Legendary Pictures, Album Entertainment, and of course Universal Pictures. Uh, Of course, it was directed by J.A. Boyano and produced by Frank Marshall, Patrick Crowley, and Belen. I'm not going to even try to pronounce her last name, so uh, I apologize. Written by Colin Trevorrow and Derek Conley as well, too. Colin Trevorrow, the original director for Jurassic World. 
So, um, starting, of course, Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, Rafael Spall, Justice Smith, Danielle Pandera, uh, James Cromwell, Toby Jones, Ted Levine, B.D. Wong, and a slew of others, including Jeff Goldblum. Can't forget him. So, yes, um... Spoiler cast, guys. I apologize if I'm spoiling this for you. I kind of wanted to give it a week before I did this, and I did. So if you have not seen the movie, definitely put this on pause. Get your ass into the theater, to your AMC, to your Hawkins, to your Lowe's. Go out there. Experience this movie because it definitely is an experience. It's, it's a divisive movie, to say the least. It reminds me of Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Um, go out there, watch the movie, come back to it, and... Um, Listen to what I have to say. About a five, four, three, two, one, and I'm here. So um, I won't go beat by beat for the movie. I'm not trying to. Uh, it's gonna be spoilers. Some things I liked, some things I didn't like. Um, it's a very divisive movie. Like I said, uh, Rise of the Last Jedi. How people were just so split on it. How people hated the new things that it were introduced in Last Jedi, and how people loved the new things that were introduced, new lore or the wreck con of the lore, if you, if you will. Same thing with this movie. It retconned a lot of things. Also introduced a lot of new things as well, too. And um, left a open-ended chapter um, to maybe the next few movies, if they're going to do a franchise or not. Um, I know the next one is supposed to be coming out, I believe, 2020 or 2021. I have to go back to that. But I know a part three for Jurassic World is happening. So that's already greenlit. This podcast is already lit. So let's kind of go on to the things. Uh, well, well, let's let's give a little bit of an introduction right now of Jurassic World. You know, Jurassic World: The Fallen Kingdom is a 2018 American science fiction adventure film sequel to Jurassic World. Came out in 2015, directed of course by J. A. Boyana, and is the fifth installment of the Jurassic Park film series. Well, guys, what can I say about this? <sighs> First things first, giant Jurassic Park fan. Favorite movie of all time. Without a doubt, people that know me, I wanted to be a goddamn paleontologist when I was a kid. Only kid in the Bronx that wanted to study dinosaurs and be the goddamn Indiana Jones of the dinosaur community. But alas, it didn't happen, and now I'm a podcaster, so rock and roll. Suck it. Anyways... Um, it's Jurassic Park holds a special place in my heart, um, whether it's Jurassic Park or even The Lost World, which people really despise for some reason. Um, both of those films really do, like, capture my imagination. It really, um, took me to places I never thought I can go to. Hell, it made me see dinosaurs. It made me feel like I was watching dinosaurs for real. I know we had things like, you know, um, The Lost World or Godzilla, which I love Godzilla as well, too, or um, uh, Living in the Land of the Lost and things of that nature. But, hell, Jurassic Park was the be-all, to-all, to-end-all of all dinosaur films, in my opinion. Um, so this movie right here, uh, it kind of made me feel a certain way. I wasn't sure. I was excited to see this movie. I was excited for the sequel. I will say that. Um, I was excited that we were get something different with the characters. You know, I love Owen uh, with Chris Pratt. I love uh, Bryce Howard as um, Claire, so um, their romance, um, their chemistry on the screen, um, their back and forth, um, 
it, it really reminded me of characters I wanted to see again in a movie theater. Um, B.D. Wong as well, too, being the big bad of, kind of, in Jurassic uh, World 1, um, basically trying to um, use Jurassic World as an enterprise to uh, sell dinosaurs to the black market, carries his way back into this movie again. So, um, you know, even Jeff Goldblum was okay for what the, the less than a minute that he was in it, but he left the impact as well, too. So there are some fun things that I was excited for this. The trailers really didn't get me excited whatsoever. Uh, I didn't like the whole island exploding trailer that we got. Hell, I didn't even like the Freddy Cougar dinosaur scene where we see my man, the, the Indoraptor, um, clawing his way to the kid's freaking bed trying to pull the blankets underneath her. I was like, eh, I don't like that. Uh, my dinosaurs shouldn't be Chucky. It shouldn't be Freddy Cougar. It shouldn't be Jason Voorhees. Alas, um... That's what we got in the trailer. So I was back and forth. But when I saw the movie, it's really what made me feel like, hmm, I don't know what I'm feeling now. Um, let's start off kind of the things I didn't like. Let's go with that one. Like I said, I'm not going to go beat by beat. Just things I didn't like. Number one, soundtrack. I hated the soundtrack of this movie. The score was terrible. Terrible. I don't know what it really was. I don't know if it was the lack of an iconic song or the killing of a... Uh, of an iconic song. Uh, I have the music by Michael, I'm going to botch his name, Giacchino. And I, um, he, more than respect, he's probably a great um, artist out there that has composed so much music for different films or uh, music in his own right, but I just did not feel it. It was very bland, very generic. Especially going into this film, it just felt so generic. And um, the chopping of uh, the iconic, you know... Um, um, John Williams' score just kind of killed me as well, too. It kind of made me feel like, damn, like, uh, like this is your own goddamn thing here you're doing. And I, it brought me uh, back to the days of Jurassic Park 3. I was like, uh, even though I enjoyed it for what it's worth, uh, it made me feel like we're going that direction again. Anyways, um, score, just didn't like. Uh, we didn't get an iconic song, and I just felt like it was just like every other movie out there. Speaking about that, the whole introduction of the Jurassic World logo to start the film off, that kind of killed me. We never had that in, in any of the Jurassic Park movies. It was always just, like, very, very subtle. It just starts off, and you see, like, the you know, the lettering of this Jurassic Park or Jurassic World. Just who's this there? But it was, like, in the background. It wasn't, like, something in your face, like, this is our new fucking franchise. Here's the lava. Here's a T-Rex skeleton and Mortal Kombat. That's what it reminded me of, bro. It reminded me of, like, Mortal Kombat Annihilation or Mortal Kombat where you see, like, the symbol there. No, that's that's all the feelings I got when looking at that. But, um, that's, um... It took me out. It made me feel like this is like every other damn movie out there. Like I'm watching a fucking Fast and Furious movie or... I don't know. Just... Uh, I don't know. It, it took me out. Um, let's see here. What else would be on the movie? Oh, the, the bad guys. Uh, there was a couple of bad guys in this movie. Um, but they weren't memorable. Um, the main bad dinosaur. Throughout the whole... Um, I want to say... Movie, we got the main bad dinosaur, maybe the last 30 minutes or 20 minutes of the movie with the Indoraptor. Um, it was kind of known throughout the whole movie. It was supposed to be like, you know, you, you can't see it yet because it's so dangerous and it's going to kill everybody. And when we got it, it was just essentially this, like, this, I guess, overgrown raptor with the blood of um, the Indominus Rex. And it was not as nearly as impressive 
or scary as the Indominus Rex. And for all the shit that I gave the Indominus Rex in Jurassic World, because I didn't like it that much, I felt like it was a cheap version of the T-Rex. But it was fun, and it was scary. Hell, camouflage. Yeah, get camouflage! It was a fun, fun dinosaur. In a, almost like a family horror movie aspect. Not the Indoraptor. The Indoraptor was just bland. It had no powers. Powers, give me. Uh, it didn't have ab abilities. There you go, that makes sense. Um, you know, it was just supposed to be super smart with heightened senses. And um, basically, anything the Raptor could do ten times better. That was not the fucking case. We had parts where characters were literally like two feet away from the Indoraptor. And this raptor is supposed to smell you from fucking 30 miles away. It couldn't find these fuckers hiding next to a cabinet. So that kind of got me pissed off. Just the main big bad dinosaur was just a piece of shit. Um, maybe the posing of the damn T-Rex throughout the whole damn movie we saw on the island when the shit's blowing up. The T-Rex conveniently saves the day and does a nice little fucking pose that we saw in the commercials. We see the T-Rex again posing. And when, when they get to land, we see the T-Rex posing again. I was just fucking getting tired of the T-Rex posing. I love the T-Rex and it's an iconic scene, but you're going beat by beat from fucking movies we've seen already. That kind of pissed me off. Speaking about going beat by beat from movies, I promise you guys I'll get into the shit that I liked. This guy gets this out of my system because I've been holding it in for a while. I like the Lost World. I don't, you know, I love the Lost World. I love it to death. People shit on that movie a lot, but I, for all the craziness that happened in that movie, I enjoyed it. I got two T-Rexes going to town on a trailer, tossing it off a fucking cliff. Okay, Jeff Goldblum just smacking himself around different things, doing his best physical comedy I've ever seen. Like, that was great. I digress. This movie was given beat-by-beat -beat scenes that we saw in Lost World. When we get to the mansion and we get to the Lockwood family, I'll talk about that. Uh, it's beat by beat from the beginning of the movie from Lost World, where we see, um, you know, um, Ian and Sarah, uh, or mostly Ian, going to um, John Hammond's house, and hey, we're putting up this rescue mission to save these dinosaurs, and they're part of uh, part of the military, but we don't want Injun to go out there and get them. We need, you know, you guys to get them, so that way we can make sure this is like a habitat worth saving and stuff like that. And we get that in this movie. We get to the Lockwood residence and beat by beat, you know, Mr. Lockwood, who's fucking supposed to be um, the partner John Hammond and was just never heard from for all these fucking movies, these four movies that we've been through. We never heard the Lockwood family sharing the the information on how to create a dinosaur. That's never been there, so he's a new character. Um, beat by beat, you know, white clothes, crippled, almost having a cane with a mosquito. It, it kind of threw me off. It kind of grossed me out. I was like, bro, that's a little cheap right there. Um, beat by beat scenes. Like, there's a scene where they're operating on Blue, the the raptor that um, Owen has been trained since a baby, where they put a muzzle on him and her, excuse me, and, you know, they're operating on her the same way they were operating on the T-Rex, the baby T-Rex from Lost World. It was just like, oh, I, why? Why are we doing this? Like, there was certain scenes where, like, dinosaurs are locked up just like they were in Lost World. And, of course, our characters sabotage the lockup and release the dinosaurs into the crowd. Um, granted, there are some differences, but still, like, uh, it was almost beat by beat. Which, it just made me feel uncomfortable. Like, you're, 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 you're not really playing off nostalgia. You're just copying it. And um, for all the people who are like, oh, fuck, you love Force Awakens. It was a copy of fucking New Hope. First of all, fuckers, it was not. Second of all, if you're going to uh, imitate something, 
imitate it as most best, as most glorious. And you did that already with Jurassic World. You don't have to retread that whatsoever. Um, yeah, like, uh, there's a clone of a little girl in this movie. That's there. Something like, there, there's, there's a lot of shit to, like, really, like, digest in this movie. And you're just like, really? Like, do I really want to deal with that? Do I really want to, like, talk about cloning and the next generation? Fuck, I, all I wanted was Dino Riders. That shows my age. All the fuck I wanted was Dino Riders. If you don't know what Dino Riders are, look that shit up. I wanted people weaponizing these fucking animals, putting lasers on their fucking heads and going crazy. Is that too much to ask for? Maybe. Anyways, that's really the gist of what I didn't like about this movie. Felt like it was... It was supposed to pander to people who who thought they knew what they were getting themselves into this movie and surprise them with a swerve. And the swerve was a movie we probably already seen already, but this one's a bad version of it. Uh, a bad version of a bad version for some people who didn't like Lost World. Let's talk about the things I liked, though. Um, I loved Owen. You know, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt, 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 Chris Pratt. I love his character as Owen, you know? He's like Ian Malcolm and, um, and Dr. Alan Grant together. He's just fucking awesome. And then Claire is just a great character as well, too. Um, this movie, she's kind of, like, fucking trying to be Laura Croft. I get it. Like, it's a big character jump from the last movie where she was all business and now she's, like, all animal activist. Um, but I, I love their, their, how they play with each other on screen. They're just, they play off of each other pretty well. They're, they're you know, quick-witted, having funny quotes, you know, the... The gazes that they have with each other showing that they have so much affection and love. It's it's there. Um, so those characters I enjoyed the most uh, out of this movie. Um, uh, the, the chemistry between Owen and Blue. I think Blue stole the show. Blue um, really made me feel like these dinosaurs exist in this movie. Because for the most part, everything just felt too CGI for me. But there's some scenes where Blue just looks incredible and just makes me feel like, damn, I'm in this movie. Hell, my daughter felt like that. Like, damn, Blue, you know, I don't want you to die. I got shot and shit. You know, take the bullet out of there. But um, Blue really just made it. Hell, Blue is the star of the movie to me. Um, taking on the Indoraptor, taking on all the baddies in the movie. She was just awesome. Um, and then her ending sequence as well, too. Uh, spoiler alert, we'll talk about the ending where the dinosaurs are released at the end of the movie. And we see Blue almost looking like she's in Arizona, <clears throat> about to fuck up some cougars. Um, that was pretty awesome. Um, Blue was awesome. Let me see what else was pretty okay. Some of the dinosaurs were pretty fun. Um, there are key moments in this movie. Like, I didn't like the island sequence blowing up too much. Um, I don't want to go back to negative, but... In other movies, just like Lost World, we had a Site B. So if we had a Site B this whole entire time, why are we going crazy moving them back to the States? Or why isn't, like, the legislators in the beginning of the movie saying, okay, we don't have to really rescue them and bring it to the United States or any other country. We can just move them to Site B. It's a fucking island right next to them. That island was made for them to live amongst themselves. Where the fuck is that island? It didn't blow up. I digress. Um, one of the scenes that I did like on the island, though, was the scene where the island is just basically self-destructing. Our characters are hitting the last bit of the boats. The boat's pulling away, and we're seeing dinosaurs, of course, leap to their death, and it's a very sad moment. It got my daughter. It got me emotional. We see Isla Nubar just imploding, basically, and it's a very sad sight because it kind of just made me feel like, damn, that's like my childhood, just 
withering away, breaking down. I'm never going to go back to that. Like, literally, we are never going to go back to this island ever again with these movies coming out now. Easel and Nubar is done. Um, and we get this awesome scene with um, the Brachiosaurus from the first movie um, where we see the first dinosaur in Jurassic Park. We get the welcome to Jurassic Park. And Dr. Sadler looks and she sees the Brachiosaurus just, you know, leap up and we see that dinosaur in all its glory, and we're just awed as fans of that movie. And we see that Brachiosaurus do that same stance as smoke fills up the island. We see only a shadow of her, and it just withers away in smoke and flame and essentially dies. And it was just a very emotional scene. The best probably scene of the whole movie just spoke volumes, especially how this movie is. It retcons itself. It tries to go to different areas, so... It's basically telling you we're not doing anything that you're used to in Jurassic Park. We're making our own legacy now. Good or bad, I can understand that and respect that. Um, I did like the end. Um, for what it's worth, um, there's parts where, you know, we have Claire and Owen trying to figure out, yeah, we want to save the dinosaurs. And, you know, we, we know we're in freaking Northern California. We can't really release them, but we have to find a way to save them, preserve them, because they're animals and we care about them. And ultimately, the decision is that they let them go. I won't spoil what happens, but they'll let them go. Fucking clone. Um, yeah, I'm pretty upset about that. But anyway, we get the ending of the dinosaurs living freely in the United States. So whether they're going, we see um, uh, pteranodons in Las Vegas. We see um, the T-Rex hitting some kind of zoo yelling at a lion, which is hilarious. You probably got that on the TV spot, uh, every spot probably. But my favorite scene was, of course, Blue going into, like, you know, the canyons, you know, to the mountains. And it's just this awesome shot. It looks like she's in Arizona probably. New Mexico, or maybe even um, Southern California, and she's just looking over a town, a small town, but she's just there, just in her own world, and we essentially get dinosaurs roaming the earth. Now, I've heard a lot of criticism, criticism say, all the dinosaurs are essentially dead, there's only a handful of dinosaurs that escaped, how crazy can that be, this is not enough for it to be like a literal Jurassic world, essentially, there's only a few dinosaurs there, but in the movie... Um, we do see a lot of uh, offshore bitters buying dinosaurs. We see um, um, Wong as well, too, just um, take the embryos um, from dinosaur DNA. Um, we see other people just have um, different ways of obtaining dinosaurs. So maybe there's dinosaurs in different countries looking to weaponize them. They do say that in the movie that they want to weaponize dinosaurs. We do get a few of them hand released, uh, released inside the United States. So maybe if we do a time jump, maybe if um, they produce asexually like um, they did in Lost World and Jurassic Park, where we find out these dinosaurs can breed amongst themselves. Um, you know, awesome. That'd be fun. We get a, a time jump, maybe five years into the future, and we get to see you know a pack of raptors in Arizona. A bunch of T-Rexes in, I don't know, um, Nebraska. We get to see some Pteranodons in Florida. You know, things like that. Like, it would be fun to have an actual Jurassic World and repercussions of dinosaurs there and what we're going to do with that. Um, who knows? But it left a, a fun ending, in my opinion. People were kind of pissed off about it. I loved it. it. Makes it actually feel like a Jurassic World. Um... 
that's really about it. Like, there's some side characters that were pretty fun as well, too. Um, there were some shots that I loved as well. But ultimately, it just made me feel like very much a a carbon copy, almost, of The Lost World. And it put a bad taste in my mouth a tad bit, just with the score and uh, some of the decisions they were making. Um, I give it a mid-card, though. I'm not going to 86 this movie whatsoever. I, I think it's better than Jurassic Park 3. And um, it does introduce some new themes to the series. So I'm excited for Part 3. Um, I do know that Colin Trevorrow is going to redo, um, well, not redo, direct, redirect uh, Part 3 again. So it might be a, a better aspect than we had here. But I'm excited to see what's going to be in the future. Um, and maybe the best part that I saw here, um, in my opinion, I'll say one of my favorite parts. Um, the Mosasaurus, which is like the swimming alligator dinosaur. Um, that you saw in uh, Jurassic World, where it just kind of chomps the Indominus Rex up. Uh, we get to see um, an escape Jurassic World, one of the first escapees. And um, later on in the movie, we probably saw this in the TV spot. I hope you didn't, because you weren't spoiled. And uh, if you saw it like I did, it was awesome to see the, the uh, Mosasaurus basically underneath a tidal wave with people surfing and about to chop on some surfers. That was great. Um, but this movie could have been better. There was not enough, like... I guess, attacks from dinosaurs, in my opinion. Um, it didn't look nearly as graphic as the other movies. Definitely did tone the violence down. Um, I don't know. I, I wanted a little bit more. And I want less nostalgia and more new ideas. And the new ideas that they did have, I felt like they could have done it a totally different way. I felt like it could have been a better way. Uh, I think uh, from what I heard from Col- from the notes from Colin Trevorrow in different um, magazines, he said that he's done with genetically splicing animals as far as like mixing them like the Indominus Rex or the Indoraptor. You know, uh, once again, I did not like the Indoraptor. It was a cheap raptor. It was doing like Freddy Krueger moves, like sneaking behind um, furniture and trying to methodically kill somebody by like scratching them. I don't know. It just uh, I didn't care too much about it. You know, but we're done with that from what I'm hearing, and we're getting more of a back-to-basics dinosaur meets man. And I think we need that. I think for the next film to really overcome this, because it's not a bad movie, but it's not a great movie by any stretch, uh, we need to go back to basics. So um, hopefully you guys watched this movie. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Like I said, um, there's probably more stuff I could have unwrapped, but I didn't want to spoil too much about it. There's a lot of side characters that are great. There's some funny characters and some strong female characters. Um, you know, there's some great stuff with the Lockwood family uh, as far as the child goes, but it's weird. Um, I'm not too sure why that's in this movie. They made like a big reveal and just the reveal just didn't hit, but maybe it hit home for you guys. Uh, it definitely contributed to the ending of the movie, so hopefully you guys see that as well too. But ultimately, you know, I love Jurassic Park. I'm not going to stop watching these movies. Uh, falls right in the middle for me, and um, that's really about it. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Um, you go um, send your comments to me on Facebook at Sideshow Conversations. If you want to talk about this movie on Twitter, you can reach me at Val Cisco um, or Instagram at Val Cisco as well too. I'm dying to talk about this movie with somebody. The people I do haven't seen this movie yet, so they're like, uh, we'll talk about it when we get out there. I want to talk about it now because um, I let the sour taste in my mouth, but the same token, it made me leave uh, wanting more. So um, very divisive, very divisive but it still has a place in my heart. 
Anyway, um, also too, Sideshow Conversations, nothing to watch. You can find that on iTunes, Anchor, and Podcast Republic. Please uh, subscribe, share, write, review. Uh, let me know what you think. Um, feedback is always best. I don't care if it's two people listening or 20 people listening. It doesn't really matter. Um, as long as um, we have a conversation, I think um, this could be a success in my eyes. And which it is. So um, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. I'm out of here. I'm signing off. Later. And of course, nah, I can't. Say goodbye to Jurassic Park. <laughs>